Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 58 is going to be from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 through 27. A Christian can be disqualified from receiving the reward. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 through 27, the Bible reads, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should be disqualified. In verse 24, at the end of verse 24, we see, Run in such a way that you may obtain it. A Christian can be disqualified from receiving the reward. And if we're not running in such a way as to receive the prize, then we are going to wind up being disqualified for the reward. In verse 25, it says, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. In other words, they work really hard at making sure they're ready for the race because they know there's only one prize. All of them are going to run in the race, verse 24. Verse 25, only one is going to receive the prize. Now, they do it for a to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. You see, They work really hard, in verse 25, for this perishable crown, practicing, running, making sure that they're ready for the race. And it is merely a perishable crown. How much more should we be preparing ourselves to run this race when our crown that we're looking to obtain is an imperishable crown? Verse 26, therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. In a race, you train and you train and you train and you train and you train in hopes that your training is going to be better than the one that you're running against and that you're going to run in such a way that you're going to obtain the crown. You're going to run faster than all the people around you. But there's some sense of uncertainty there because you can't know for absolute sure that you're going to be faster in this race than anybody else. But Paul says, thus I run, thus, not with uncertainty. Paul has certainty. In John chapter 8 and verse 32, it says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Thus I fight not one as one who beats the air. And so he's not shadow boxing. Verse 27, But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I preach to others I myself should be disqualified. The end of verse 27 definitely shows that we can be disqualified from this race. We can run it and not win. But Paul says, I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection. This is what all the runners in the race are going to do. They're going to practice and they're going to run and they're going to run and they're going to run and make sure that their body is ready for the race. They discipline themselves to run every day. They discipline themselves to be in the weight room lifting weights. They discipline themselves in the training and preparation of this. This is what Paul says he does as a Christian. <clears throat> he disciplines himself and trains for this Christian race. Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, study to show thyself approved 
unto God a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so Paul says, I train in this. I work hard in this. I discipline myself on a daily basis so that when I preach to others, I myself should not be disqualified. We can be disqualified. A Christian can be disqualified from receiving the reward. And this is what Paul allows us to see. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 15 through 20, the Bible says, See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil, in the, that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments, his statutes, and his judgments, that you may live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. But if your heart turns away so that you do not hear and are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I announce to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to go in and possess. Notice there, they've crossed over the Jordan to go in and possess. In other words, they're saved. They're living in the promised land. But he says, I'm not going to prolong your days. In other words, you're going to be able to fall from your promised land. In verse 19, it says, I call heaven and earth as a witness today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and a cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him, for he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob to give them. And so, Israel was going to cross over into the land. They were going to take the land. They were going to be in a place of blessings. But Moses was telling them by inspiration, if you don't serve the Lord your God, you can fall from that place of blessing. You can be disqualified. And they were because they chose not to keep the word of the Lord. In Jeremiah chapter 7 and verse 30, Jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 30, I'm sorry, People will call them rejected silver because the Lord has rejected them. And this is before going into captivity. When they chose the curses, they chose not to be submissive to God. They chose not to keep his commandments. And in Jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 30, God tells the people through Jeremiah, people will call them rejected silver because the Lord has rejected them. And so they would become disqualified. In Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6, it says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you from being priest for me. Because you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. Notice here, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. They were his people, but he was going to destroy them because they rejected knowledge. And so we see once again that the people of God can fall from being the people of God to being disqualified and no longer capable of receiving the reward. In Matthew chapter 10 and verse 22, it says, and you will be hated by all for my namesake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. He who endures to the end. In Matthew chapter 10, we're talking to the apostles. The apostles are going out in what we're calling the limited commission. They were taking the word of God to God's people and Jesus told them, you will be hated by all for my namesake, 
but he who endures to the end will be saved. This implies that it's possible not to endure to the end. And if you did not endure to the end, then you would not be saved. A Christian can be disqualified from receiving the reward. In this case, in Matthew chapter 10 and verse 22, not enduring to the end, not enduring persecution to the end will cause one to be lost or disqualified. In Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 20, the Bible says, moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his faults between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector." Notice what this says. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, so this is a person that is right with you, and you are to take and go to him. And then if he doesn't hear you, you're to take two or three. And if he doesn't hear them, you're to take it to the church. And if he doesn't hear the church, then he is to be like a heathen and a tax collector to you. He loses his place of being right with God, and he is to be shunned. A Christian can be disqualified from receiving the reward. In Matthew chapter 24, verses 9 through 14, the Bible says, Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Notice there, because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. They at one time were a very loving people, but their love was going to grow cold, and they would be disqualified from this. Notice the next verse in verse 13, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. Those that continue to love will be saved, but those that love grows cold, they're going to be disqualified from receiving the reward. And so, a Christian can be disqualified from receiving the reward. In Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 19, we have the parable of the lost son. And then he said, a certain man has two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a, serv- a severe famine in the land, and he began to be want, to be in want. And so we see a son who was in a right standing with his father become a son that was not in right standing with, with his father. He asked for his uh, portion and his father gave it to him and he left and at that point he was no longer in a right standing with his father in verse 14 but when he had spent all there arose a severe famine in the land and he began to be in want then he went a journey joined himself to a citizen of the that country and he sent him into the fields to feed swine and he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate and no one gave him anything But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer to be worthy to be called your son. 
Make me like one of your hired servants. And so he is coming to his senses. He had left his father. He was no longer in the right standing with his father. He went and worked for people that had swine, and nobody would give him anything to eat. He realized what he was doing was wrong. And now he's going to make the journey back home, and he's going to be received by his father. But until he is, he's still in a wrong standing with his father. A Christian can be disqualified from receiving the reward. As long as he was in the pig pen, his father was not going to come to him. He had to repent of his sin, make the journey home, and then he could be right with his father again. But as long as he was in the pig pen, he was still disqualified. In 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 7, it says, Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourself. Do you not know yourself that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? And so if we are not testing ourselves to see if we are in the faith, notice again, we are disqualified. And in a disqualified state, we are not right with God. A Christian can be disqualified from receiving the reward. In Galatians chapter 5, verses 1 through 4, we see this. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Notice again in the very first verse that they are right with God. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. They're saved right there. But he says that they can fall because they can be entangled again in the yoke of bondage. And this would be disqualified. Verse 2, Indeed, I, Paul, say to you that if you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. And so he's telling Jewish Christians that if they're following the law, Christ will profit them nothing. Again, they are disqualified at this point from receiving the blessing. In verse 3 it says, And I testify again to you, every man who becomes circumcised, that he is a debtor to keep the whole law. You have become estranged from Christ. In other words, you've become disqualified from receiving the reward because all spiritual blessings are in Christ, Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3. So if you are estranged from Christ, you are not right with God. You are disqualified. And this is what he says. You have become estranged from Christ, you who attempt to be justified by the law. You have fallen from grace. They have fallen from grace. They cannot be in a saved condition while they do not have grace because we've all sinned. Romans chapter 3 and verse 23. Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death. Going on to uh, Galatians chapter 6. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be, take, be tempted. Brethren, if any man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore. The word restore means something was in once pristine condition, but now it's no longer in pristine condition and needs to be restored. Here, this man had fallen away from God. He has been disqualified, and he needs someone to come to him and restore him. So once again, we see a Christian can be disqualified from receiving the reward. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 8, the Bible says, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word, be ready in season, out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of evangelists, fulfill your ministry. And so they were turned to fables. They were disqualified from receiving the reward. 
In James chapter 5, verses 19 and 20, Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death. In other words, if they had not been turned from their error, their soul would not be saved from death. They would be disqualified. And then after that, it says, and cover a multitude of sins. And so the person doing the warning also covers his own sins, suggesting that he could be disqualified as Paul was in 1 Corinthians 9 and verse 27, if he did not discipline his body and bring it into subjection. In Revelation chapter 22, we have one more example of this. For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. If anyone takes away from the words of the prophecy of this book, of this, God shall take away his part from the book of life and from the holy city and from the things that are written in this book. In order to have your name taken out of the book of life, it once had to be in the book of life. So as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, Small Devotional Tidbits, to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you.